We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Let's go. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this now Monday morning. And we're hitting the victory music tonight because the Knicks on the second night of a back-to-back out in Hollywood after a regrettable loss to the Clippers, Julius would put the team on his back and lead with his on-the-court play, man. 25 first-half points for Julius Randle against these Lakers. And this was a pesky Lakers team, man. They have been riding a hot streak even without LeBron James. Defense leading the way, Anthony Davis as well. So they were pesky. D'Angelo Russell leading the way for them. D'Lo was cooking everybody tonight. But in the fourth quarter, when the Knicks needed it the most, RJ, Broadway, Barrett, with 13 of his 30 points would get activated. And that was enough to help the Knicks close out the Lakers, man. 112 to 108. 33 points for Julius Randle. 30 points for RJ Barrett. No Jalen Brunson. And the Knicks big two delivered in crunch time, man, for 112-108 victory. Win number 40 on the campaign. And a much needed win tonight, man. A much-needed win tonight because the Brooklyn Nets are surging. They had an impressive win over the Denver Nuggets today. Knicks now tied with the Nets for fifth, but the Nets, uh, based on percentage points, uh, still maintain that edge there. So a dogfight with 13 games left, but nevertheless, give credit where it's due. This The theme of tonight was redemption. It was redemption for Julius Randle after a regrettable implosion against the Clippers the night before led with his play on the court I I love Julius's approach tonight very aggressive wasn't necessarily settling for shots attacking the basket playmaking for his team great job by Julius 25 points in the first half alone finishes with 33 points and 11 to 24 shooting five dimes eight rebounds and a steal great game by Julius great bounce back when the team desperately needed him. But boy, oh boy, 
in that fourth quarter, man, shout out to R.J. Barrett. As I said, 13 of his 30 points. R.J. was cooking all night, finishing very well. 12 of 27 shooting from the field, 5 of 6 from the charity stripe, 6 rebounds for R.J., 30 points overall. And, uh, you know, look, this is much needed by him. You just don't know what you're going to get from him as far as consistency is concerned. So it was great to see him bounce back strong in, in a major way for this team. And the bulk of his production came as the leader of his unit. You know, when RJ's running with that second unit, even when Brunson was healthy, I was always looking at that like, that's your time. That is your opportunity to assert yourself, to be that guy for that unit, to be the star in that role. And it's been up and down. It hasn't, he hasn't really, you know, emerged as that guy when Tibbs kind of staggers those minutes. But tonight he did. And give credit, we'll talk about the bench in a little bit, but give credit to RJ, man, because I thought he did a great job leading that unit. One of the plays I really liked about with him was uh, not even a scoring, but when the Lakers went into a zone, Lakers went into a zone occasionally in this game to uh, to ice out the Knicks who struggled from shooting, struggled shooting. But I thought RJ did a good job on, on one play, especially in the second half of uh, at the nail, dribbling into the middle of the paint to collapse his zone a little bit. Then he kicks it to Josh Hart, who got a wide open three from the elbow off of that. So I thought that was a smart heads up play by RJ. Uh, just very aggressive in his attack. Very steady, under control, and he did a great job tonight, man. Leading, leading his team to a 112-108 victory, man. Knicks big two did what they needed to do and got the dub. J.D. Breen, how you feeling tonight, man? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, did, did we need this victory. And, and you know, does winning feel good? Because the, the Knicks, you know, uh, they stopped the bleeding on a three-game losing streak. And as you mentioned, to start the show, the Nets had an impressive win tonight. They've won two, two in a row, um, t- two tough wins against the Timberwolves and, and the Nuggets today. Cavaliers won tonight as well. And so, you know, the Heat won uh, a couple nights ago. The Hawks. So, like, all these teams around the Knicks are now starting to, you know, pick up victories. And what what timing? What, when the team doesn't have Jalen Brunson, when you, you know, you had a bad loss against the Hornets, you lose against the Clippers, and and here we go. You know, it's crunch time. And so, you know, one of my keys on the play-by-play, my number one key was all eyes on R.J. Barrett, all eyes on Julius Randle, and R.J. responded with 30 points, and he could have, he left a lot of points on the table, too. You know, one of eight from three, um, had some, some bunnies that he could have made. So 30 points, and with potential for more, uh, you know, two assists, six rebounds as well. And so you needed that. And yeah. he had a huge three off kind of a weird possession there uh, down, down the shot clock yeah. at that moment was a big three for the Knicks. So you saw that clutch ability there. Uh, so RJ responds and I'm just, you know, I'm happy that he was able to respond in a big moment on national TV because, you know, as I mentioned on my pregame play by play, number one key, I said, listen, it's time for him to step up. It's time. Uh, it's time for him to elevate. Uh, and again, I've always said, don't have to get 30 points from RJ. That's not my expectations of him. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 need, I need more. I need clutch moments. I need consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, I need you to understand that Jalen Brunson is not out there anymore. 
and that Julius is out there, you know, by himself sometimes. And so I need you to go from third option to number two option. And I need you to play like one. And so he responded tonight and he helped the Knicks get a victory. He was five of six from the free throw line. So that's always a positive when he's going six or more times to the free throw line and he's only going to miss one free throw. So you like to see that. And so, you know, 39 minutes as well. He put up the minutes. Great game by RJ. Great game by the Knicks. Huge victory. And now they go into Portland to to try to finish off this road trip. Yeah. And and uh, it's it's impacting winning. How are you impacting winning? Yes, it could be scoring. Is it defense? Is it facilitating? Is it getting extra boards? Is it being being able to close in crunch time? And tonight it was it was him as a score. But but you're absolutely right, man. He he has to be assertive and and be consistent in terms of his impact on winning. Uh, uh, and tonight he was great. He was he was absolutely great tonight. So that was just great to see, man, because he he's been so inconsistent, especially uh, shooting this year. You know, it was it was good to see him get out there and be aggressive. I I didn't see uh, a Laker out there that was really going to prevent him from getting to his spots and doing what he does best, which is attacking the basket. I'm looking around, you know, and, and Vanderbilt's trying to cover Julius, but there really wasn't a Laker out there. You know, Troy Brown is a decent defender, but I didn't really see too many guys out there that could slow him down. So it was a good job by him. You know, they had Malik Beasley was guarding RJ at some point. So I'm just like, yo, you got to win that matchup. You know, you got to win that matchup. And so uh, he went out there and shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck D because during your uh, play-by-play when Chuck called in halftime and you you were asking Chuck what was he looking for in the second half, he said it. He wanted to see RJ. He wanted to see RJ step up and RJ got the job done there. So great job by him. Once again, 30 points by RJ, um, to the bench. The bench, for the second night in a row, had a solid, solid game. Um, I want to start with Deuce McBride. I thought he was the unsung hero of the bench unit. You know, Jeff Van Gundy, I was I was listening to to both your play-by-play and then the ESPN uh, coverage. Obviously, Breen and Van Gundy, I got to hear what they got to say. But Van Gundy was just hitting on, on all points. And uh, with McBride, he, t- he talked about it. He said, look, uh, he, he's a great glue guy, great energy guy. And gives you excellent effort on the defensive end. But if his shots aren't there, he's not going to get much playing time. And right on cue, Deuce knocked down some big shots in this game. Eight points from McBride. Two or four from downtown. uh, Three or five overall on the field. Two rebounds. Three steals from McBride. So he was getting activated defensively, especially when we needed it. Because uh, the Laker guards were killing us. D'Lo was going off. Schroeder had his moments. I was surprised that, uh, you know, Grimes had had trouble with, with D'Angelo Russell like that. Really not applying pressure, as you said, but great job by McBride today. I thought Josh Hart gave us some good minutes, eight points, eight rebounds, four assists for Josh Hart. That's what he does. He's a stat sheet guy, a connector, if you will. So I thought Josh Hart gave us some good minutes out there. Uh, Hartenstein, how about Hartenstein? No points, but 10 rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. And Mitch had trouble with 80 all night. That was one of your keys to the game. Mitch had trouble with 80. Uh, but Hartenstein did a commendable job on him. And not only that, I thought his help defense was good. His passing was on point. He helped keep the offense going, keep the offense in rhythm. So I thought Hartenstein gave us, gave us some good minutes, man. And then he had Obi with nine points, four or six from the field, one or three from downtown. A good job by the Nick bench. Uh, 27 points for the Nick bench. And they, I thought they did a good job tonight, man. 
the bench is the reason why they won the game. Hmm. Like the, if yeah. you if you really want to, I know we got two thirty point games from our top two guys, but the bench is the reason they won the game. <clears throat> they're the they're the one hundred percent the reason that they won the game. You can go as far as to even say that McBride and Hartenstein were their most two most valuable players for this game. Yeah. Uh, because of the role that they play and the way that they impacted, you know, certain moments. And the bench as a unit, every single thing that they provided, every rebound seemed to be a key rebound. Yeah. Every shot, whether it was from Obi, you know, uh, uh, you know, down in transition, the OB three, McBride's buckets, uh, Josh Hart making two nice threes in the zone. Like every single thing they did. In yeah. every category, seem to be important moments for the game uh, to 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 you know favor the Knicks. So the bench's unit was outstanding. McBride to me was the unsung hero, as you mentioned, and you know the three steals. And if you notice, as soon as he came into the game, the Lakers switched into a zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and as you mentioned with 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 what um, Van Gundy said, you know, Darvin Ham had the scouting report you know, on deck. And as soon as McBride came in, they said, okay, let's, let's, let's test their shot making ability. They have Josh Hart also out there who has shot 60% from three as a Nick. However, he's been passing up a lot of threes. Right. So that was, that was a good risky strategy. That was a good, uh, you know, opportunity for Darvin but the Knicks made him pay. And, and, and Deuce McBride with the two threes, he had a nice take mid range um and and had a great great game and i thought he was so valuable cp that in that fourth quarter that was doing you know the play by play you know even when quickly came in you know you could have said i don't know like that's how va- like that's how impactful he was tonight to yeah. where you could have been fine with him getting even more minutes uh to close out that game because he was just putting so much pressure on on the lakers so and then josh hart with the eight rebounds four assists he stacks up the the, the stat sheet, um, and most importantly, he shot two threes out of four, made two of four. I like seeing him shoot a little bit more. I talked about him needing to be more aggressive. He's aggressive taking it to the basket in transition, those opportunities. But in the half court offense, kind of want him to be a little bit more aggressive. He passes up a few shots yeah. more than I like. And then Obi, nine points, four of six, uh, twelve minutes. You know, does his you know. Production on twelve minutes. Got it. Got it. Got it going. <laughs> got it going. And then Hart, Hartenstein, bro, zero points. You're like, what? Zero points? Yeah. yeah. Ten rebounds. He was. He two was good. Steals. Tonight. One block, and he was outstanding against Anthony Davis. And they were going to Davis because Davis probably looked at Hartenstein like, oh, he's guarding me. This guy. Right. And they kept trying to go to Davis, and Hartenstein was surprising Davis with his defense. Yeah. And I think that kind of messed up Davis, especially at the free throw line, as Davis was one of five tonight. So great, great, great uh, opportunity from the bench. And I hope, you know, McBride can continue to get minutes in Brunson's absence. He has 17 tonight. That's big. That's big it's for big. McBride. It's big. And he, so, he earned you know, it. He, you know, he, he earned it tonight. There's some nights where I'm like, ah, you know, we could, we could go elsewhere instead of deuce. But it's, it's just about the shooting, bro. That's it. Like in this day and age of the league, like you, you can't be a complete zero on the offensive end, and, and if you are, then you deserve situational minutes, spot minutes, to to give your team a lift. But you you gotta be you know capable. You don't have to be a star, but capable on the other end. Knock down those open shots when you get them, and he did a good job of doing that. And coming into the fourth quarter, Knicks were down by one, eighty six to eighty five. 
when RJ and the bench unit came in. And before IQ and Randall came into the game, which was at about the six, 541 left, Knicks had a seven-point lead. Knicks had a seven-point lead. So a great job by RJ and the bench unit to hold it down um, in, in, in a pivotal stretch before Julius gets in. You get Julius some rest, much-needed rest. He, he set the table. He was your pace setter. You give him some rest. RJ and the second unit were, were able to handle it. And uh, look, it, it, was, it was still dicey down the stretch. You know, Knicks were still clinging to a four-point lead uh, when, when we got into money time. And RJ missed the layup. Schroeder comes back to make his. So the Knicks only had a, I think they were clinging to like about a three-point lead, I believe, when Schroeder, Schroeder makes his layup. Yeah, it's a two-point game with five seconds left. And then Josh Hart knocks down his two free throws. So crunch time got a little dicey. He wanted to see how they were going to handle the pressure. Julius had his moments where, you know, had a couple of turnovers, had a couple of good passes. It was kind of shaky. And at that moment when he had, I think it was like a loose ball foul, and Van Gundy was saying, look, man, like in, in crunch time, in winning time, you have to make intelligent, sound, and disciplined plays. And he was speaking directly at Randall. And, and I thought that was very telling. But, um, you know, like I said, Julius had some tough ones, but he, but he had some, some, some good passes as well uh, down the stretch. So 112-108, Knicks get the job done. L- let's hear from the people, man. Call us up with your thoughts on tonight's game. 657-383. 1509 is the number to call, or you could hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Welcome to all 1,800 people on the chat. Late night with Knicks Fan TV, man. So salute to everybody rocking with us. Definitely appreciate everybody tapping in. Salute to all of our channel members with us. And uh, let's go to the phones, man. Area code 718. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Yes, good night, fellas, or good morning. Um, good, happy Monday. But, um, Kenyon from Brooklyn, Kenyon, the defender, but I'm calling to defend RJ and J and Julius Randle tonight. Okay, I'm like you know during the game, I forgot that you guys had a watch along, but yeah. lots of these Facebook groups, the hateful Randle and Barrett is unwarranted. Like, yeah. let me tell you about how I feel about Julius Randle. Right, mm-hmm. I've been watching Nick since the early '80s. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in a while. Well, I guess now it's the second time, but it's the first time in a while that Nick got a player, a young player, as a free agent that was on the uprise in his career. He's going to be, he made this all-star team for the second time this season as a Nick, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to make all NBA again this season as well. I don't know what else Knicks fans want. I understand he makes some bad decisions, and oh yeah, Brunson's not playing, so um, the offense is not going to flow. Randall's not going to get this ball like he normally gets it when um, Brunson's running the point. Now, let me just go ahead and defend my boy R.J. Barrett now. Mm-hmm. He's 22 years old. I know people get mad. Oh, he's old. Stop using A's as an excuse. He's smart because you know what? He got his contract, and if you look at the Knicks objectively, he has to. Ha- he sacrificed his game the most to make the thing work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He gave up tons of shot attempts with Brunson running the, um, running the show now in New York. So, Knicks fans, I mean, I know we all passionate and stuff, but the constant criticism, oh, there's a couple of games. The Knicks are one of the best teams in the NBA on the road. They're probably going to win two than that as well. So, Knicks fans, chill and stop tripping on Barrett and, and well, Julius well, Randle. I'll disagree with JD when he said, oh, 
yes, the bench was definitely a factor yeah. in the win since um quickly starting, and they got some points. I guess they got 25 points off the bench today, and Hardison did a great job. But you needed that 63 points from RJ and um, JR combined tonight. So Knicks yes. fans, stop killing me with all the hate for two to three best players on the damn team. Like, stop being stupid. Well, it, at Kenyon, it's, it's expectations, man. You know, I made my points about, about Julius last night. It, it's not about the player. It's can you trust him in a big spot when the money is on the line, when it's a pressure cooker situation. The situation that he I, saw I, last night against the Clippers is going to be what he's going to see uh, in the playoffs. Teams are going to oh, be physical. They're going to be playing that, them hard. Okay, sometimes he might get frustrated. Yeah. But last night, for example, he got fouled a zillion times. He did. Like, he you did. Gotta, you, I mean, even tonight, he went to the free throw line, I think, like 10 times in the first, in the first half. Yes. But he could have been on the free throw line at least four more times. Correct. Where he's blatantly being fouled. So, Listen. like I said, I get it. But, like, let's stop. Like, okay. Name me a power forward in the NBA that's doing what Julius doing. Now, Listen. Anthony Davis is supposed to be a big-time power forward. They both Kentucky. It was a lot of Kentucky guys on the court today, whatever the case yeah. may be. But Anthony Davis should have – he didn't put up 33 points tonight. So let's stop, Knicks fans. Listen. Like, our, Julius Randle is one of the better power forwards and plays in the NBA. Okay. Chill out. You got a decent player on the squad. Stop talking about, oh, oh, I don't. I want to trade him. Like, come on, Knicks fans. Like, be real. Like <laughs> – <laughs> Name me a Knicks player, and I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think Randall's better than Melo staying in New York. Now, you know? you, now, so, now, now we're going to clip your call. Have a good day, sir. Have a, have a good day, Ken. It was good to hear from you. And now you just drove the car off a cliff. Now you just drove the car off a cliff. Listen, man, we won the game. I'm happy that Julius had a great game. Do some fans take the criticism a little too far? Sure, but that's some people. Everybody, we're not a monolith. Everybody thinks differently. But I also do feel like the criticisms of RJ and Julius are warranted at times. These are your two of your three best players. They're getting paid. The expectations are through the roof. People want to see consistency from RJ. He's your number three pick. How is he impacting winning? They want to see consistency. Can he defend better? Those are those are those are reasonable criticism. Okay, can he shoot better? Can he shoot consistent? He dropped thirty tonight. Let's see what he does against Portland. Are we gonna get that same that same effort? Are we gonna get that same consistency from RJ? Because we need it. And the thing with Julius, it's not about the the skill set. It's not about the talent. The talent is there. It's how do you respond under duress and under pressure. That's what we're looking for. And we're going to see in, in the playoffs. Point blank. We're going to see in the playoffs. Because, yes, he was getting hacked. He was, he was getting chopped up yesterday. But some players, as, as J.D. and I talked about yesterday, some players respond on the court. You know, when, when, when you were doing that to guys like a Kobe, he respond by dropping 20 straight on your head. That's what you're looking for. And, and Julius, credit to him, came out today like gangbusters and kind of took his frustrations out on the Lakers. So it was a good bounce back win. Well, let's see what happens in money time. J.D., your thoughts? I mean, give credit to Randall tonight because I don't think he had one episode with the, uh, with the refs all game. Yeah. Like, I think I, even his patent, you know, frequency of just arguing with the refs, I don't even think I saw that. Um, so you have to give him credit there. And I, I get the caller. Like, he, he's just frustrated probably going on social media 
and reading, you know, you read it down your timeline and you see all the negative comments. And as a fan, especially if you're a fan of RJ and Randall and you're the you're on the optimistic side, you know, it, it can get a little bit annoying. I understand that. But at the same time, you know, the facts are the facts. And with Brunson here and Randall here and those guys being closer to 26, 27, and you seeing that the season that they are having when they're playing together, it, it just expectations go up quickly, CP. You know, and, yeah. and people are talking about late in the season, can they get 50 wins? Can they get the fourth seed? Like, if they get to those levels and the playoffs come, people, what's the next step? The next step is how do we continue to improve this roster? You're evaluating what's left in the puzzle. And part of that, you know, trying to figure out and identify what you need to continue to evolve the roster is evaluating the performances of these players in critical parts of the season. And you have this this part here that's a stretch run that you can say are all playoff-like games, right, as intensity is starting to pick up, and now these games mean something for playoff seeding. And then in the playoffs, it's money time. So fair or unfair, that's, I mean, these, these, the front office is getting paid a paycheck for something. And there's people that think we should take the long route and develop, but it's, it's obvious that this front office is more towards winning now while they prepare for a big star move. Yeah. And if that's the case, RJ has, is going to be evaluated by what he does now and what he gives you. Can you lean on something to say, you know what? We can actually be patient with him. He has to, because I don't think he has to be a star. He just has to give this front office enough for the rest of the season and into the playoffs to where Leon Rose says, you know what? Remember when we thought about taking calls for quickly? Right. That did not look like he's looking around at Brock Aller and and Rosas and Scott Perry and Where Wild West. And they're probably laughing around. Like, you guys remember when we was taking calls on quickly? Boy, what were we thinking? That's what RJ has to do to Leon. Yeah. No no doubt about it. Think of something to get them to say, you know what? We're going to give RJ the Randall year between last year and this year, next year, this year to next year with RJ, and hope that next year RJ takes another step and becomes that third piece of this puzzle. And that's all it is, man. And, I mean, the fan pressure is going to be what it is. It is what it is. Big facts. And everybody wants to give, you know, send strays to my guy Melo. Melo's not even in the league, man. Hey, what's up with the Melo what's disrespect? What's up with the Melo slander? And no, he's not, he's not even on the same planet as Carmelo Anthony. Give me a break. Give me a break. Quit the disrespect, Maurice B. Melo in his prime was a problem. One of the greatest scores to ever play. Give me a break. Wait, you giving the ball to, to, to Randall and Crunch Time? Right, right. Just on this same ESPN broadcast, Van Gundy was going in on how not clutch Julius is on, on his Crunch Time stats without Jalen Brunson. That's, that's part of the concern with Knicks fans. It's not about the talent, man. It's can you close, can you handle pressure? But that's it, man. Knicks won 112-108, man. We don't, we don't want to take this thing off the rails, man. Let's enjoy the win. Rack City on the Discord. Let's try again, man. You've been trying for like three days straight to get right on the Discord. Do you have it? We here? You here, man. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Excellent. Hey, it's Chris from Pennsylvania here, man. Let's go. How you feeling? 
Hey, man, this game showed me everything I need to know about Randall in terms of him being an emotional player. The minute he got fouled and was able to get to the line, I knew he was going to have a good game because that's all he cares about. He just wants to know that if he gets fouled, Mm -hmm. they'll call it. Mm -hmm. And once he goes good on that end, he's consistent pretty much for the rest of the game. If he doesn't get calls, he starts chipping away at the refs, starts trying to elbow people in the face. He gets emotional. Mm -hmm. He needs to check that because regardless of him being only 28, he's big bro on the team. We have a very young team that look at him and go, yo, if you got the young bucks trying to contain you, they can't focus on their game, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically, the sooner Brunson comes back, the less Randall has to matriculate the ball down the field with the with the playmaking. He could just focus on scoring. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll be all right because it just falls down here from that. Okay. Appreciate the call, man. Good to hear from you. Glad you are. Glad you got it together. CP, you saw who popped up in the chat? I did. And <laughs> salute to him because we, we were looking for him yesterday. Mr. Friday Night Knicks himself, Robert Randolph, do it just to get there, as he says. We didn't see, we didn't hear from him yesterday. We didn't hear from him on Twitter. You know, the leader of the Julius Randall fan club, we didn't hear from him. He was quiet yesterday. You know, he was quiet. It was a bad night for him. But right on cue, he's back and leaves us with a $10 super chat. Julius is king. RJ will be on another team next season. Look at the disrespect. And Julius is better than Melo. This guy's something else, man. The oh disrespect. He's disrespected by guy Broadway Barrett, who put the team on his back in the fourth quarter, down by one, and had the Knicks up by seven before Julius gets back into the game. And then he goes in on my guy Melo. I, I just don't get it, man. I just don't uh, get it. Shout out to Robert Randall. Speechless, man. Speechless. You know, you, you, can't, you can't make it up. Uh, and speaking of Jalen Brunson, Woes was on the, the halftime show uh, on ESPN and says, looks like Saturday against the Nuggets could be the, the, the best guess in terms of when he comes back. He doesn't look, he won't play on Tuesday in the Cam Reddish revenge game. He's going to miss that game. That's a big game. But maybe Saturday against the Nuggets when they get back from the trips. Because that'll, after Tuesday, they don't play again until Saturday. So they have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, much needed rest. And that, that's good. I, I would say aim for that. If, he, if he's ready by then, uh, give, him, give him as much time as he needs to get back uh, and get back into the swing of things. And I wouldn't even give him to Monday just because Saturday's an early game. Yeah. One o'clock, New York. You know, these guys are used to playing at night. Like, you know, with the with the foot stuff, it could be a little tricky. I would even give him that Saturday off and just bring him back Monday, give him a full week. Uh, that would be a week and a day or two. Uh, but, hey, if Woj says, he, you know, Saturday's a possibility, I'm sure that's that's the way it's going to be if he's ready. Yeah, indeed. And uh, we'll, we'll get into Cam had some interesting things to say about the Knicks. We'll get into that on tomorrow's edition of Knicks Weekly, episode 51. So make sure you guys tap into that. Let's go to the Discord. Nasser on the Discord. I'll mute your mic. Nasser on the Discord. Going once. All right. Nasser, Nasser's not ready. You got to get your mic in check, man. You got to get your mic in check. We're going to load up Triple X on the Discord. And in the meantime, let's go to area code 804 on the phones. 804, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? What's up, CP? What's up, JD? It's Nick from VA. Nick, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm feeling better after the after the win. Absolutely. Hey, man, look, rapid fire. Shout out to RJ, man. He saw Reeves on him, man. He was 
as Shaq would say, barbecue chicken. Yeah. Because that was that 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 was the matchup. He was every time he started reading, man, he lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, there was there but, was nobody uh, out there in the Lakers that that could have oh. checked RJ, get him away from the spots, man. So it was a good job by him taking advantage. That's what RJ needs to do, though, man. So don't worry about the threes, man. Like attack, put your head down, and just go to the rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's what he needs to do. But um, shout out to to Randall, man. I thought he played under control. He only put us in the spin cycle like three times. So, I mean, so, you know. Progress. <laughs> so he was all right. <laughs> and then the final thing, the final thing I'll say, man, hey, man, let Melo be, man. Yeah. People just need to let Melo be, man. Yeah. Melo, Melo was the guy, man. Let him, let us do his thing and stop putting Melo and Randall in the same sentence, man. Boy, totally oh, boy, oh, right, boy, man, how they forget. Else. Appreciate the call. Boy, yeah. oh, boy, how they forget. My guy, Melo, brought us to the playoffs three years in a row. Dragging Tony Douglas and Billy Walker, who's old, who had no skills, but he's trying to dunk on everybody, and Jared Jeffries, Sean Williams, and Sean Williams, the corner three specialist. He could knock down those threes. I did like that. And 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 uh, Andrea Bargnani. I mean, come on, man. No, no he Bargnani didn't go to the playoffs with them. He was supposed to be the, the Roy Hibbert killer, thanks to Glenn Grunwald and Dolan, but uh, that one flopped. But anyway, three years in a row including the Knicks tape year, where he finished third in the league in MVP voting. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. And, and I mean, was, was, was Amari's knees his fault too? Right. And Amari with the, with the fire extinguisher and, and, and the bad back. And, and Melo, one thing about Melo, he showed up every night, win or lose, held himself accountable with the media. <laughs> So let's hold off on the slander, man. And I'll I'll die. I'll die on this. I'll go take this to my grave. I always thought two things. If that Nick team would have played the Heat, that would have been something to watch yeah. that year that they got eliminated by the Pacers. And then the year where Chauncey Billups got hurt in game one against the Celtics. Right, right. The way that game was going, the Knicks were winning that basketball game. Yeah. And Chauncey Billups was showing up. If Chauncey Billows would have been healthy that series. Yeah. The Knicks could have upset the Celtics. Yeah. 
I mean, we had uh, I mean, who's who's another scrub for that team? Oh my God! When when uh, what's that? What's that guy's name? He was like a little. He was like a little bootleg Swiss Army knife. Uh, but but he was so bad. We went to Duke, man. What was his name? His name slipping me, man. Lance Thomas. We had Lance uh, Thomas doing doing the most to take us to nowhere. I mean, Mello had to do it all, man. He had to do it all. And and what what's up with people mentioning Mello now? Like Mello's telling Dylan Brooks, "Yo, keep me out of your yeah, comments." Yeah, Dylan with- Brooks sending shots at him. Like, you Dylan Brooks, bro? Let, let, let's let's relax here. These these new these this new generation yeah man, so disrespectful so disrespectful man it's unreal all right let's try triple x on the discord triple x go ahead triple x going once all right triple x ain't ready for that um we'll try it we'll try nasser again nasser on the discord are you there hello can you hear me now yeah loud and clear what's your name where are you calling in from yeah, my name is Khaled. I'm calling in from Oakland. How's it going? Oakland, the bay, the town. What's good? How you feeling? I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I you know, I was sad I missed you when you came out to the Bay Area. Next time I'll be there. Next definitely, time be man. There. Yeah, we had a great time, man. So definitely um stay up with us and, and we'll keep you posted on the next event. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought it was a good game tonight, man. You know, Randall yeah. and, and RJ really stepped up. Um, I think like uh JD was saying earlier, I think this stretch without Brunson, it's a big test for our bench. Yeah. I think, you know, the, I, I was at the, the Sacramento game, actually, and mm-hmm. I have to say, like, our starters were gassed out there. Mm-hmm. And I think the more, you know, that we can rely on the bench, the more we can rely on solid minutes from McBride, from, from Obi, um, from Hart, has been critical with his rebounding out there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's going to win us some games right now in this stretch. Um, but I mean, I think overall, our, as fans, we just we have to have patience right now. We're in a strong position. Um, you know, we can make a splash in the playoffs this year. We have flexibility to make moves this summer, sign on more free agents, make some trades if we need to. Um, and I mean, we had a, just had a nine game stretch. We, Randall just had a game winner versus Miami a few games ago. He's been playing strong all season. He's going to be all NBA again. I guess what does it take to just build some goodwill where we're not calling for dudes throats after every couple losses. You know, yeah. we want to trade everybody, fire tips, all this nonsense. Like what, you know, when can we just have some, some patience, enjoy what we're seeing and we're going to have a good season and we're going to make a splash and let's just see where this goes, man. We have a great team. I think this is an exciting season. I've been following the Knicks for a long time and and this is a very special year for Knicks fans. Yeah. And what? I think, you know, Randall and Brunson have been clearly the, the, the reason behind that. And Randall has had, you know, been the core of the last two good Knicks seasons that I've seen, you know, in the past decade, Randall has been the leader for that. So I just, yeah. I think that he's earned some respect and some patience mm. from the fan base. That, that, that comes, that comes on. with playoff wins, bro. <laughs> Re- regular, I mean, I think- re- regular season after game number 65 doesn't put you anywhere. Not in New York. I'm just keeping it real. It comes with playoffs. They, he's got to shake yeah. the demons, bro. Sure. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. But at the same time, it's like, we're so tough on these guys. Randall hasn't had help, you know, the whole time he's been a Nick, man. Last yeah. season, the, 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 the supporting cast was garbage. And we're calling for his head. Like, yeah. you, you know, he had nobody. I'm sorry. Yeah. Brunson, now he has Brunson. I think, yes, you're right. If he chokes again like he did against Atlanta, there's no excuses this time. Yeah. But 
But I think that, you know, we finally have a squad that actually can compete in the playoffs. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying we're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or I'm not out the window. But I think even, like, if we make it to Game 7 in the first round or we win the first round, I hope we get to the second round at least. I think that's a huge success. I just don't want to see a collapse, like, right. you know, losing four or five games. Well, that, we, I, but, we but that's, it, that, but that's, that's the last... You know, it's it's a recency bias. Like, that's the last memory you have is them getting embarrassed by the Hawks in a series where all the prognosticators thought the Knicks would win. Okay, and they got worked. True. They got I worked. Mean, that's true. I, I, I give you that that much. Yeah. But I just I don't I think that that was a little just overhyped. Like, I, if you look at the rosters and the talent that yeah. was there, it uh, yeah. wasn't a very talented roster. I got we you. We have a better roster this year. I got you. I and pre- appreciate the call. The roster is better. The roster is better. And so you, you hope that bodes well for them as they march into the playoffs. But, you know, from a patient standpoint, it's hard to stay patient. This is a dogfight the Knicks are in right now. The Nets have passed them. The Nets hold that fifth seed by percentage points even though they are tied. They are tied on the season series. So if they finish the season tied, uh, it's going to fall under conference. It's going to go to, you're going to go to conference record. And if the Nets finish with a better conference record, they're going to take the edge. You also have the Miami Heat, who the Knicks are, have two games left with. And the Knicks are uh, three and a half games up on. So this is tight. And fans want to see this team finish between fourth and fifth. They don't want to see this team finish seventh, eight, going to play in and have to earn it. You, you want to see the team finish fourth and fifth. So they're in the middle of a dogfight right now. So every game is crucial. 13 games left. And it's, it's, a, it's an edgy time, man. He answered his own, you know, his own concerns uh, because he says, well, you know, if, if we don't get it done this playoffs, then I understand. Well, in order to do that, then the player that, you know, fans are being so tough on, that player has to perform. So, you know, it's going to come down to, in order to accomplish certain goals, you know, Julius Randle is going to have to come up big in the playoffs because they're going to they're gonna force the action on Brunson. They're going to force it to, to Randle. Uh-huh. And then Randle is going to be, again, in, cre- in critical situations uh-huh. um, like he did tonight on that pass across the court that led, that got to RJ for the three. Those are the type of plays he's gonna have to make. Yeah, and and so and that and that's just that's just what it is. You know the expectations when the playoffs just hang in there, hang in there, caller. We're, we're almost there to the playoffs. Yeah, when the playoffs start, everything is gonna change. The analysis is gonna change, and then the you know expectations are gonna rise. Yep. Like CP, it doesn't matter because because you know someone called me and said, uh, one of my friends called me and said like JD, do you think if like we're a six seed or a seven seed and we're playing one of the top three teams, does that change anything? Like, mm-hmm. does that change how we evaluate Julius uh, in the playoffs? Does that change how we evaluate RJ? And I said, well, with Julius, it's not going to change, CP. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, even if we play the Sixers, and or we were a seven seed, and we play the Celtics, for example, Randall still has to come through. He has to play well. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe we don't have to win the series because of who we're playing. But he has to play well, you period. Play well. You got to play well. And that's it. That's just it. You like, know. it's just no excuses. Like, that's, that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, because this is not his first go-around. Right. And that's why, like, that's why. You know, reg- the regular season accomplishments really don't hold much weight. 
They really don't hold much weight. Um, and that that's that's just what it is. Uh, to the phones we go. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button, man. 2,300 people in the chat. Let's get up to 1,000 likes, man. Knicks just got a big bounce back win. Three-game winning streak snapped. They got a chance to go 2-2 two and two on this road trip, which is what I predicted. I did predict 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They got to get through the Cam Reddish revenge game. This is the final fight, the final boss level. Cam wants revenge. Can the Knicks get it done? We'll see what happens, man. Biggest game of the season. Big one. Big one. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck D, man. Throw a hashtag PE in the chat. $10 Super Chat says, uh, I heart turn AD into a high post perimeter wing tonight. AD was looking like Kareem in the first half. No offense to Mitchie. No offense to Mitchie, Cody Glock. But AD was too fast, agile in the post in the first half. Great call again, JD. So, yeah, man, shout, shout, out, <laughs> shout out to Cody Glock. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Cody, we, we do have him on the Discord. Cody, are you there? Cody Glock on the Discord. How you feeling? Uh, uh-oh. Can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, man. All right, man. Um, let me get this off my chest. Yo, shout out Manscaped, man. I have his zero turnovers because of Manscaped. Yeah. I don't like no rims on my net. <laughs> I don't like no nets on my rim. I should say, look, boom. Anything that gets me more tighter, like Mitchie Slander, okay, you know, Mitchie Slander, I don't play by my Mitchie Slander, but Mellow Slander, I just seen Scream today. I don't want to, you know, yeah, but family show, right? Let's get into the game. Yo, let me tell you something about Mitchie because he's never no snitchy. He was in the interrogation room today, but he's not snitching. I recall, I, I recall one play, you feel me? Anthony Davis. Late, you feel me? I hard on him. Getting clamped up, you feel me? Yeah, sure. Salute Chuck D, man. Uh, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Anytime you have Chuck D mentioning your name out here, man, it's a win, man. So salute Chuck D. But anyway, man. Yeah. I I I got thrown off track real quick. Yeah. But I'm yeah. We still we still waiting I, for we still waiting for the point, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feel I, me? I, I got a point for you right here. I got it's twelve fifty one in the morning, man. Come Yo, on, man. man. Come on. I got a point for you right here. Yo, okay. quickly, man, he's our X Factor, man. Yeah. Point bank period. Yeah, RJ, he doing this thing 30 points. Back. Quickly is the X Factor, man. He's not no snitchy. Okay. And, you know, that's it. Rapid fire, man. Thank you. Go, Get go. my ass bust in 2K. <laughs> Cody Clock. He was all over the place. You feel me? I'm waiting for him to get to the point. I, I, I mean, somehow Mitch Robinson and Hartenstein were on the court together. And- yeah. Like uh, I don't know. I was waiting for the analysis. I'm not sure. And, and and shout out to him for being the only man in America to go see the scream number five. I didn't <laughs> even know they still were making screams. I saw it like, all right, I'm not going to spend money on this. But shout out to him, man. For the shout out to him oh, for supporting those man. those those people. You know, scream. Well, five. I mean, Cody Glock, he he didn't have much comebacks today because you know he. That's just how Mitch was looking. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch didn't have it. Mitch, Mitch didn't have his fastball tonight, man. You know, it is what it is. Uh, good is quick. Quick had a good game. I thought quickly had a good game tonight. Quick uh, six to twelve shooting from the field. He finished with fifteen points. Thought I liked I like quick's activity as a scorer tonight. Three assists. I had I had five assists with more than five assists on prize picks. That was a bad move, but uh, quick as a scorer did a good job. And I thought overall, um, whether it was quickly RJ or Julius. Uh, just doing a good job of getting into the paint, getting into the paint, and good things were happening from there because from there they were either able to score, get high efficiency shots, 
or spray it out and get other guys involved, man. So it was a great job by them to uh, to really get aggressive and get deep into that that Lakers defense, into the paint, and then make things happen from there. So 15 points for quick. And while we talk about the stats, J.D., let's take a look at the key stats of the night. Key stats of the night brought to you guys by Prize Picks. And uh, as we look at this thing, Knicks three-point shooting, once again, taking a nosedive, 29% from downtown, 11 to 37 from the field, but they did shoot uh, 47% overall uh, from the field. And so a lot of that was, uh, again, inside of the arc. Knicks shooting 81% from the charity stripe. Good job by them, 17 to 21. Conversely, Lakers shoot 58% on 10 to 17 from the free throw line. So that was uh, that was interesting. Knicks winning the rebound in battle, 46 to 37. So great job by them, including 12 offensive rebounds. Uh, assist game, only 18 assists tonight. Obviously, you want to see that number be up, but with no Brunson, it's going to be hard to generate uh, you know, e- efficient offense there. Um, eight steals for the Knicks, three blocks. Fast break points. I thought this was a good area for the Knicks, man, because against a good defense, you want to try to catch them when they're off guard and not set. And I thought the Knicks did a good job of pushing, pushing the pace and getting out in transition. 21 points and fa- fast break points for the Knicks, 25 for the Lakers. Lakers were also... Uh, getting out there. So a good pace for both teams. Uh, 56 points in the paint for the Knicks. So back to their A game and 50 for the Lakers. What were your keys, key stats of the night? Uh, the free throw shooting continues to be, you know, encouraging in terms of the last few nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and the concern for me is the three-point line. You know, this is the last four games now, CP, the Knicks have yet to break 30%. Yeah. They have yet to even get to 30% from three um, in a game. And so it's 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 crazy that they even end the week two and two. Um, but, you know, they're one, they won tonight, lost against the Clippers. They were on a three-game losing streak. So one in three. So that there, that right there tells you, um, you know, in a league like to like today, you gotta hit the three-point shot. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm concerned without Brunson, um, and I don't know if it's because Brunson doesn't shoot many threes. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because Brunson maybe gets them more confidence or better looks. Mm-hmm. But since he's been out, they've been atrocious from three: twenty-seven percent, twenty-six percent, twenty-two percent, and tonight just shy of thirty percent. Yep. You know, conversely, when you when you're making free throws, when you're turning the ball over under twelve turnovers. Um, and, and, you know, and your bench is playing well, you give yourself an opportunity to win. That's what they yeah. did tonight. But in terms of looking at the grand scheme of things, they have to get that three-point shot. They have, have to make to. it. I mean, have the Knicks, Knicks are eighth in the league in three-point attempts, but they're 23rd in the league in three-point percentage. Have to. Because come playoff time, boy, that paint is going to get crowded. You see some zone, no respect. They're going to be leaving RJ wide open. Grimes wide open. He's he's not he's not making you pay. So they've got to get that up there. As I said, effective field goal percentage is key. They have got to get that up there and shoot the ball efficiently. Uh, because come playoff time, they're gonna be looking like the New York bricks, and you definitely don't want that. So um, yeah, definitely something that that they have to work on. Now, uh, as we always do. The key stats of the night, man, are brought to you guys by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. 
For you first-time players or for you people that are interested in getting into Prize Picks, go to prizepicks.com and use promo code KFTV, and they will provide you with an instant deposit match of up to $100. Uh, great job by uh, my guys at Prize Picks, man, and, and uh, for always supporting the show. Uh, how you guys play Prize Picks? Very easy, man. You're going to choose between two to six players, and you can choose from a number of sports. As J.D. mentioned earlier, World Baseball Classic is going on right now. You have uh, NHL, MLB will be starting up. You have NBA. There's a ton of sports you can choose from and a ton of stats that you can select from. And from those stats, you're just going to predict whether or not a given player is going to do more or less than the projection that Prize Picks has outlined for that night. Uh, so here's where I went tonight. I'm riding a little bit of a losing streak, and here's where I went tonight. Actually, no, I won yesterday. What am I talking about? I won... I played two tickets yesterday and, and uh, won some money yesterday. Um, so I picked, in, in prize picks, you can pick full game stats. You can pick first half, second half, or you could even pick fourth quarter. And I went with, because I got into this late, I liked Jalen Williams in this game, OKC against uh, San Antonio Spurs. I picked Jalen Williams with more than four and a half points in the fourth quarter. He finished with eight. He's been on a bit of a hot streak. In this Lakers versus Knicks game, I went with AD with more than 41.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Obviously, with no LeBron James, the offense goes through AD, and I thought that he was going to give Mitch a bit of a problem. Came close, finished with 37, but fell short of the 42 that I needed for him to hit. I went with Julius with less than 42.5 points, rebounds, and assists, man. It was was hard to tell which Julius was going to show up after yesterday's meltdown against the Clippers. Fortunately for the Knicks, the good Julius showed up Unfortunately for me, I went with less than 42.5 points, rebounds, and assists, and he finished with 46. In this game as well, I went with Quentin Grimes with less than 14.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He finished with 10, so I did hit that. And then I went with quickly with more than five assists, and he only finished with three. So uh, only two out of five for me tonight. But uh, J.D., how'd you do? I didn't do much better. Um, my first, my first like off night of, of recent memory for me. And, uh, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Josh Hart, I took him over 21 and a half Mm -hmm. points, rebounds, assists. And the line was 21 and a half. And he had a total of 20 points, rebounds and assists. I hate the, I hate when you're like one point. It just drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. So I missed on that. Austin Reeves, I thought that was a lock. He's been playing very well lately. 11 and a half points, coming off 18 points, had 30 points the other night. Yeah. Uh, he had 13. So that's an over. So I hit on that. RJ Barrett had him over one and a half threes. And the guy had 30 points. But he was one. one of eight from three. You know, I look. I looked at that one, man. I I looked at that one tonight too. I was like, ugh. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not so sure. Because I'm like, he, you know, I like the matchup. You know, the wings we mentioned, Beasley, yeah. Troy Brown. Like none of these guys was gonna stop him from getting being able to get good looks. And he got good looks from three. Yeah. Um, but he missed seven. Like just one more, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But missed on that. Quentin Grimes. You know what, Quentin Grimes? You're officially out of my prize picks picks. I'm not picking you ever again. <laughs> I had him over 10 and a half points, and he scored five points for me. Don't know what's going on with his three-point shooting, but yeah. whatever. I missed on that. 
Mitchie. <laughs> Let me talk about Mitchie. Yeah, Mitchie let's hear it, man. <laughs> Seven and a half points. They, I mean, Cody says he's with, he was in the inter- interrogation room. They might have threatened him because he did not come out the room and play basketball. He yeah. stood right in there with four points because that's what he had tonight. Four points. Seven and a half, you can't get me eight. <laughs> so I missed on that. That was my night. And then Anthony Davis is the only other one that I hit. Yeah. Um, I had him under 41 and a half points, rebounds, assists. And he had 37 total points, rebounds, and assists. So that's nice. one, two. One, two, three. That was two of six. Nice. All right, no, well. that's not nice. <laughs> what you talking about nice? No, I lost money. Play responsibly, yeah, guys. Play responsibly, man. Play to win, but play responsibly, man. Go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. All right, we'll get to a couple more calls. It's late night here on uh, on the East Coast. Salute so to everybody in the chat watching. Uh, let's try Triple X again on the Discord. Triple X, go ahead and unmute your mic. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? This is Ian from Montana. First time, long time. Montana. What's going on, man? What, what, how did you become a Knicks fan living in Montana, bro? Uh, it was around the time that uh, Mello got traded to the Knicks. Nice. And, you know, being from Montana, nobody has a team. Like, there, there isn't any, like, regional teams. So everybody just kind of has to adopt one. So nice. So, so what, do you, what do you think about all this Mellow slander you're hearing okay, tonight, okay. man? You can't be happy about that, man. Man, I'm, I'm a loyal Mellow guy. Yeah. Till I die. Yeah. You know. So, but yeah, I was at the game, both games this weekend. Oh, you, oh okay. All right. Yeah. I live in LA now, but nice. I'll always be from Montana. So, okay. um, yeah, like yesterday compared to today was night and day. Um, the vibes were mid yesterday. Yeah. The Clippers game. It was weird. Um, but tonight it was amazing. I brought my girlfriend. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. RJ had a good game. Like, he made his shots at the rim. Mm-hmm. Julius played a good game, quickly had a good game. So I'll keep it rapid fire, but I just had a really good time. Porto Knicks fans all over the country, all over the world. Nice. Peace. Peace, man. Repping Montana. Triple X on the Discord, man. Shout out to him. And he, and he brought his girl, man. So it was a, it was a family show, J.D., because uh, we, we had a couple of people who, who had to make some interesting decisions tonight when choosing to watch this show. <laughs> yeah, my guys from Montana. How about yeah. that? I yeah. mean, I, you know, for a moment there, I was man, Nick Phil Montana. Yeah, yeah, I have cable out there. I'm sp- surprised they got towers up there. Right, right. And then he, but then he said, "Well, I'm in LA." I said, "Well, no wonder you're able to see the Knicks now." Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Montana, man. Um, um, we did have uh, my guy Marshall from North Dakota. I haven't heard from him in a while. He used to call in a lot. Which yeah, you, you had some people out there. We definitely had some people out there in that neck of the woods, you know. Then didn't you say there there was a guy that in in the chat that said uh, his his wife made him sleep on the couch tonight because he was watching. He was watching. Yeah, post-game. John Doe, John Doe. Shout out to uh, John Doe. Game chat said that you know his wife said that if he decides to tune into KFTV tonight, he'll be sleeping on the couch. Mm. And then he says, "Well, here I am. I'm on the couch <laughs> waiting for Knicks fan TV." <laughs> To go live. <laughs> hey, man, those some of the tough decisions. Some tough decisions yeah, you got to make in life, man. Listen, so, man, if your significant other is not a sports fan, yeah, got to make some tough decisions. You got to make some tough decisions, man. You got to make some tough decisions. That's just how it goes. Uh, Eric, code, Eric Code 917, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? And rapid fire. 
Hey, my name's Eric. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. How you doing? All right, a couple things. There's slander going around about Julius Randle right now. Yeah. I have the list of most technicals in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Number one is Luka Doncic. Does anyone talk about Luka Doncic having problems? Mm, anyone? No, but he's also an MVP candidate. But go ahead. Oh, come on. Draymond yeah. Green, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, yeah. Marcus Morris Sr., Kelly Oubre, DeMar Rosen, Bojan <laughs> Budanovic. Yeah. Like, I go down this list, and Randall's number 17 on it. Yeah, that's that's fine. But, I mean, you, you're comparing him to Luka Doncic, who's one of the most clutch players in NBA history, man. That's money time. That's money time, clutch. man. He just it's took about it, losing he just your took, temper. I appreciate the call, man. And he just took his team to the Western Conference Finals last year, man. You can live with that when you deal with that type of talent. You mean Durant there? Durant's won championships? Yeah, NBA champion Kevin Durant. Jason Tatum's been to the NBA Finals. I mean, what are we talking about here? Luka Doncic got to the Western Conference Finals, was, you know, a series away from going to the NBA Finals. I mean, oof. Let's go, Luka. Luka Doncic is carrying the, the Dallas Knicks. Yeah. The Mavnicks. He's the he's same. taking he's taking Frank and those guys to the Western Conference Finals, man. And Reggie Bullock, them same Knicks yeah. that got cooked by the Hawks. Right. Seven one six, Erico. However, that? I did send you something, you know, yeah. that you might want to play for Randall. It was he's, he, he had some interesting comments. What do you mean? We uh, can use all. What do you mean? All right, let me let me get to it. Seven one six, Erico. What's the name? What you tapping? Yeah, the, the one I sent you. What? What's that was this joint you just did. Is this guy having a? Is this guy having a personal conversation? What's going on here? Seven one six. Who you sent it to? Huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Embed them. This this guy's not even locked. Send it to me. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you Let's get out of this conversation. Right? I don't, Anywhere this this guy's having like yeah. a whole before, conversation before they snitch them. They snitch on themselves <laughs> right. on live TV. Right. Have uh, the feds going yeah. over there. We're not trying to be you no, know, you know, accessory to anything, man. We out of here, man. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Every time that happens, you know what that reminds me of? That uh, what was his name? You and Ash was on. Oh man! Um, Every man, time I forgot, one of these I forgot the guy's name, man. My man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My man was snoring. <laughs> yeah, my man was having a whole side conversation, man. What was going on with that? All right, let's let's try another one, man. Um, six four six two three nine. What's your name? Where you calling in from? Hello. Yes. What's your name? Where you calling in from? Taj from Harlem. Taj, what's going on? Good. I just want to talk about the next go win, go win, boys. Shout out CP, shout out JD. Yeah. First and foremost, you know, I have a question. Like, would you trade? Would you want to have to trade Ob for Jared Vanderbilt? What's up with that? Because Ob, I don't know. He don't get touches. I know he played good these past few games, but yeah. you know, I just feel like he gets stuck in the corners. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Part of that is is by design. Appreciate the call. Part of that is by design, but also part of that is him. He's got to be aggressive, and we've seen it. You know, past two games, he's he's played better. And in his limited minutes, as he always gets, 12 tonight, I thought he was efficient again. Gave the bench unit a lift. Be a star in your role. That's what OB has to do and look at right now. Uh, would I have traded him in a package for Vanderbilt? Yeah, I would have looked into something like that um, just because of fit and because he has no future here. 
You understood what he said? My man almost called a speeding ticket. He yeah, well, he, he was going rapid fire, so I appreciated it. <laughs> just like, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on, slow down. Yeah, it was rapid fire, man. It's one a.m. The kid sounded like he had to go to school tomorrow or something, you know. Uh, so tie seventy three. This person for sure got school in the morning. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, he's low key had his library voice and was trying to be quiet, so mom and dad didn't hear him. So school tomorrow. Yeah, man. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again as we keep it going. 646-496. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rapid fire. Let's go. Yo, what's up, CP? This is TJ from Harlem, a.k.a. Y'all renamed me. Last time I called, I was on top of the Empire State Building. Y'all yes, renamed me King Kong Bing Bong <laughs> on, in the chat. So I'm going to go with that from now on. Let's King go. Kong Bing Bong. Let's go. But yo, yo, check it. Check, first right. and foremost, man. Yeah. We're not going to do this mellow slander. Yeah. We're not going to do this, man. Knicks fans, let's please don't do that. Don't pick, don't don't get me upset with the Julius is better than when we than than than. Yeah, Mello, that, that was please, that was bro, Kenyon starting a riot, man. man. That was Ken. Kenyon likes he likes to do that, man. He likes to stir the pot, man. He's been a caller for a couple oh, years. Oh, so man. that's so, so he's just doing it for antics. Okay, then that's different. No, I think that's I'm his take. Say, but you know that that's <laughs> no, I think that was legit take. But you know that that's Kenyon, man. That was his, yeah. He 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 wilded down on that one. I respect yeah. Randall. I you know I gave I gave a whole apology to him last time I called you guys. You know I I I, I understand with Randall. You know, and it's like the other caller said, like when he get when he's getting his calls, then he's in the game. When he's not getting the calls, then he starts losing his head. And you know, it's I don't I don't know. But my question for you, um, JD, I got a question for you, mm-hmm. real quick. Without giving up any uh, players on the team in the offseason, who do you think we can sign um, that will fill in that three spot? So we put RJ back at the two, right? And we and, and, and we keep everybody the way they are. We have Grimes come off the bench. Who do you think is a healthy signing that we can sign straight out? Or even if we got to be able to trade, you know, we only have to give up Maybe you know, um, maybe somebody like Obi and and uh, what's the three point shoot dude that's on the bench? He ain't Fournier, played all year. Fournier. I forget his name. Yeah, Fournier. Fournier. Yeah. Somebody like him. Like who? Who do you think we could we, we could be able to either trade or just sign straight up to be able to fill in that three part? Pre- appreciate um, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. All right, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. that that's tough, man. Uh, well, from free agency standpoint, you're not going to be able to. Knicks will be over the cap, right? So the 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 way the avenue that the Knicks are going to improve their roster is going to have to likely come from the trade market. So just so you know, Cole, it's just too much. They will have to do crazy moves just to even get cap spaces. That's not going to be realistic. Ah, uh, CP wings. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we really have to look at teams that underachieve in the playoffs. Uh, you have to look at contracts that are not desirable. Like, that's just going to be the way. Um, do you go to Trey Murphy with the Pelicans? Oh, that could be. Had a great, had a 30 point game tonight. And Trey Murphy, that, the guy that the Knicks liked in the draft. That could be a guy you look at. Uh, I'm just naming names. I'm not saying names that, you know, yeah. names that could be had that I've heard. Uh, Jimmy Butler with the Heat, depending on how the Heat finish. Mm-hmm. That could be something. Well, he's he is on the older side. Mm-hmm. That could be a guy you put in at the three. Um, Dylan Brooks, 
maybe. You know, he, he's made news a lot. Memphis, like, it's just something there with Memphis that go, that's going on that's odd with this John Morant thing. You never know. Um, that team might, might in the future in a year or two think about maybe moving Dylan Brooks. Do you like a player like that? Uh, maybe Chris Middleton. Um, because, you know, he, I think, you know, Chris Middleton a year or two as well. Like some of these players that you don't think could be on the trade market, if Milwaukee doesn't get what they need to get, these are some of the players that they're going to have to shuffle to improve the roster because there's no other way that, they, that they're they going to look at to get better. Zach Levine with the Bulls could be another guy that you can look at. He's not necessarily a wing. He's not going to put RJ at the two, but he can be your two guy, your two guard. So, he's gonna put he's gonna put RJ in the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, if, and if you ask, yeah, and if you ask Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau probably wants to have Gordon Hayward here still. Right, like, right. That's a Tom Thibodeau type right. of player right there. Um, so you know, uh, the the not the, sure from there. The, Slim Pickens, the guy, the guy is Macal Bridges, and it's just unfortunate that he got traded to the Nets. Because that's if, why they if, name him. Right. If you would have had that that Suns, you know, uh championship window set with with Chris Paul coming down and, and maybe, you know, you 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 swing from a Cal Bridges and bring him in, and that would be fantastic. Um, but look, three and D wings don't they don't grow on trees. Teams don't make these guys available because they need those guys. So to get a good one, you're gonna have to pay. And it's not gonna be OB and Fournier and, and junk. No, you're gonna have to pay legit assets to get a guy. But but that's why, you know, the hard acquisition was a good one, but he's he's not, like, when you look at them going up against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, like, we still don't have that guy that can match that. You know, or, or is it OG? Do they look at an OG trade again? Right? Do they, do, do they look at an OG trade in the offseason? We don't know. But what it seemed like, it seemed like, like OG similar to Quick was just these teams just testing the market. Didn't seem like there was much uh, motivation for Ujiri to trade OG back at the trade deadline because when they picked up Jakob Pertl, just seems like they uh, it just seems like they you know they intended to to keep the team intact and try to compete. But is it OG? And if not, could be the draft because right now. The Dallas Mavericks, who, whose first-round pick belongs to the Knicks, top 10 protected, have the 15th pick in the draft. So maybe it's draft. And they're sliding. Luka's out. Kyrie was out tonight. Or if they play tonight, I don't remember. I don't know if they play tonight for sure. But they're sliding. So that could be it. Bridges would be the perfect guy. Man. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect guy. I mean, you talk about winning pedigree, NBA Finals experience, experience out in the tough West, defender, shooter, doesn't need the basketball. If you need him to, 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 you know, to create, he's doing that now with the Nets. I think he's taking a step up offensively now with the Nets. He's oh, doing stuff time. now with the Nets. And he mentioned it too, that he said, I didn't have this type of freedom. Right. I didn't know, you know, nobody knew he could do this type of stuff right. offensively. But uh, a few names. They'll have to get creative. Again, a lot of these things, and it happens. I know today I mentioned it. You guys may think, oh, but these things come about when a team underperforms or they don't get to their finished goal. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets. That could be a guy. You know, the Denver Nuggets are number one seed and they have expectations. If they don't make it, they, you know, now here we go. We mm-hmm, got, mm-hmm. Like when the pressure is going to start to ramp up on that franchise to, mm-hmm. to shake things up. Right. So you got Michael Porter Jr., 6'10 wing. Keep an eye on Jalen Brown for the Boston Celtics. He's had a rocky relationship with the Celtics uh, organization. Um, he was not happy that he was in rumors for Kevin Durant. And let's see what they do with their expectations. Mm-hmm. You got that. Um, Paul George with the Clippers, Paul another George. team. Paul George. You know, I think he's going to be going into his free agency year mm-hmm. after this season. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers are this just enigma of a franchise um, with expectations that they just cannot reach. So you look at that, and then I had the fourth name, and it's just, I just lost it, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But those are three three or four names I had uh, in mind of, of players that right now don't look like obvious, but if things materialize, they, they could very well become available. Jalen Brown would be great. Um but yeah, something to consider. They need to upgrade there. They 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 need wing depth, whether it's as a starter off the bench. Um, draft would be nice, and we'll see if if they can get lucky on the trade market. Okay, that was a great show, man. Great job, JD, on the play by play. Great Knicks win, big win, because it's crunch time, ladies and gentlemen. Thirteen games left. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. There you go. Thank you to the chat. Thank you, JB Nurse, for for, uh, naming him in the chat, because that was the fourth name I had. (laughs) Brandon Ingram, Andrew. Uh, 112-108, Knicks get the win, a much-needed win over the Lakers. Um, Great show, everybody. Great show, all the mods. Great show, TM. Great show, Chuck. Uh, Great job, JD. Shout-out to everybody in the chat. $20 super chat from the OG Chuck D. Says, uh, Mitch Randall, Brunson, Hart, Grimes, starting five. RJ, IQ, iHeart, OB, etc. We'll be dangerous. J on RJ need their space. RJ can't breathe with Julius at the same time. Paint will be loaded in the playoffs. RJ will thrive off the bench. Unstoppable. Gonna have to figure out the spacing for sure. And if they're not gonna be able to shoot it, who knows, man? But could it be could it be a Grimes moving to the bench? Who knows? Who knows? See, see how it goes, man. Um, but uh, the shooting efficiency will continue to be an issue. Let's shout out. Who else we want to shout out in the chat? Uh, Cuisine Kings, $5 Super Chat says, I would take RJ any day over Zion and whatever's going on over there in Memphis with Ja. People need to chill and let RJ develop. Let's go Knicks. Shout out to Bobbin. $28 Super Chat says, Why is OB not getting more time? Nine points in 12 minutes. The guy's efficient and needs more time to show other teams what he's got if we're going to trade him. Yeah, same story, man. You know, it's never going to change. Uh, and I, I and I think they will trade him. I think they will trade him by the offseason. I think they will trade him by the offseason. Um, yeah, great show. Uh, once again, remember to go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code KFTV for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Also go to manscaped.com and use promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Also remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format. All the major path platforms. So if you miss it on video, you could always catch it uh, on your way to work in podcast format, man. So uh, enjoy your Monday, people. 
We will be back Monday night for Nick's weekly episode 51. We'll recap the week, uh, go through some of the sights and sounds from this week and uh, any related Nick's news. We'll cover it all, man. Uh, this week coming up, you'll have Tuesday night, you'll have JD's play-by-play, Knicks versus Portland. Uh, Tuesday during the day, I'm back on Bleacher Report so at 4 p.m. Uh, with a Knicks fan Q&A, so make sure you tap in on your Bleacher Report app. I'll be doing uh, SOI's putback with Ian Begley on Wednesday and then in studio with SNY on Friday, man. So make sure you keep it locked to the number one show for the fans by the fans, Knicks Fan TV. CPJD, we out of here. Great show. Peace. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.